Hello and welcome to part four of the daily podcast from the Association of Certified Fitness Professionals. My name is Simon Dyer and I am here with you today discussing a topic which, scouring through social media over the last two or three days, seems to be rumbling on and having done some research uh, over the last couple of hours, it's something that seems to have been doing the rounds for quite a while now uh, and it's also one of the big things that not as a problem per se that the fitness industry faces but it is something that is often a topic of debate and disgruntlement and can sometimes lead to confusion amongst patrons, clients, customers of the fitness industry. So stay tuned as we go through the debate of what is the difference between a coach and a personal trainer. So to start this out, I think it's very clear that we should start with some very clear definitions of the two terms. So the definition of a coach, if you were to look at the Cambridge English Dictionary, is that a coach uh, is someone that gives special classes in sports or a schooled subject, especially privately, to one or small groups. For example, um, she coaches students in French, usually for exams. Okay, now there's some key terms in there that we need to bear in mind, but it's just one of those very clear definitions that it is somebody that is teaching um, and gives special coaching or education um, in either a sport or a schooled subject. Okay, and that is in the, the Cambridge English Dictionary. Now, if we are to look at um, the definition of a trainer, it is someone who trains people or animals, and there's various different synonyms on this, um, such as instructor, coach, teacher, mentor, advisor, counsellor, guide, guru, manager, handler, tutor, educator, all these various different things. And the main key definition there is that coach is also known as a trainer. Now, in the fitness industry, the, the term personal trainer by some has been deemed to be a very much of a different definition um, by way of someone who gets somebody into a certain physical condition or condition of health by giving them the guidance of what exercises to do and what nutritional guidance to follow and, and various different things to achieve that particular goal. Now, I suppose the main debate as to why people are using the different terms and different terminology to differentiate themselves is, I suppose it comes with the saturation of the market, that there is an awful lot of people over the last four or five years that have been using um, personal trainer as either their designation, and I even remember sort of going back six to 12 months, there was a huge... Um, sort of joke, laugh uh, around the social media scene of people that were just putting their, their name and their PT at the end of it to either advertise their services um, and make people aware of, of what it is that they were trying to do. So in some cases I can kind of empathise with coaches trying to separate themselves um, from wanting to do um the status quo of having PT after the name or call themselves a personal trainer or or just a 
personal trainer. Now, in many cases, um, people will use um, different terminology um, for, for marketing purposes, as long as it is in with a clear definition um, and you are not, um, how can we put this, trying to mislead people um, with a, a particular piece of terminology, then um, marketing terms are, are very much widely used. It happens in the food industry, which we discuss on quite a numerous occasions um, in this podcast to um, paint a positive light. And in any industry, any industry uses marketing because they will always highlight the positives around something um, and always reduce the amount of attention they post to any potential negatives that they have around their product. And one of the biggest things that when you're looking to um, take on board or work with somebody that is either a personal trainer or a coach or uh, an instructor, it's very clear to understand that whether they're calling themselves a personal trainer or they're a coach, is the important thing is to understand is, do they have the relevant qualifications which allows them to be insured? And are you sure that you could get on with that person? Could you relate with that person? Are they going to be allowing you uh, or are they going to enable you to reach your full potential in whatever it is that you're looking to do, whether that's to build muscle, whether that's to sculpt your body, whether that's to lose weight, whether that's to just generally get used to the gym floor so you know a way around the gym, or whether or not it's to actually get fit for a particular event. You've got to make sure that the person that you go to, whether they've got PT after the name or whether they're a coach or whether or not they're a gym instructor, that they're the sort of person that's going to help you, enable you to get the best results for you. Now, I suppose where the main problem comes within this subject comes the fact that for vocational qualifications to operate as a personal trainer in a gym environment, in a, a fitness environment, there are these uh, level two, level three, level four qualifications that stipulate that you are either a gym instructor, a personal trainer, exercise referral, all these various different things. Whereas a coach, unless for a specific sport, where again you're given a tiered system, um, I'll use the ECB for one, you can be a level two, level three, level four um, ECB cricket coach, and I'm sure that translates across all sporting um, plethoras, but that doesn't actually have a specific fitness coach qualification as it sits at the moment and I can see where people will be drawing um, some sort of um, discontentment or um, doubtfulness into whether or not um, these people that call themselves coaches are actually um, professionally qualified whether they're qualified against an accreditation or in a regulated framework um, this can sometimes bring doubt what we've also got to bear in mind is that in the fitness industry, it is a highly co um, competitive and saturated marketplace. So people are going to be trying to pick holes in various different people. And there's also going to be a lot of people trying to um, pick faults away from whatever it is that um, they're trying to do, especially if it contradicts the things and the methodologies that person is particularly trying to coach. Now, where a lot of the cynicism sits at this moment, there's a huge thing that's popped up over the last six months or so of so-called gurus popping up um, advertising um, funnels and trainings and networks on how to build tens of thousands and six-figure 
fitness businesses um, when they've not really um, followed through and practiced this themselves. What they're actually doing is following through a um, an e-commerce marketing template um, which will use conversions and show people how to market. I feel there's a place for this in the fitness industry. However, making promises of six-figure sums um, for the use of marketing terms that is completely unethical, completely unprofessional. I know from uh, a previous history of working in the insurance industry and working around the financial sector, that is definitely not something that could be, uh, or a form of tactic that could be actually marketed and sent out that way because um, using um, sales from past experiences or so-called past experiences isn't ethical and it definitely isn't allowed by the financial services ombudsman. So following on from all that, I think the main thing that we need to be able to understand from a definition between a coach and a personal trainer is that a personal trainer is the traditional term that we would use for having a trainer out on the gym floor working on a one-to-one level with somebody around the gym floor. The extension from that is more so of this word coach, which can also help people out on the gym floor, but they also have a much stronger interaction with their clients, um, either over the internet, through social media, on a day-to-day content basis, um, coaching them through the day-to-day realities of eating correctly, living a healthier lifestyle, moving more, and monitoring that day-to-day process rather than having the ability to push boundaries out on the gym floor. Some people will prefer to be called personal trainers, some people will prefer to be called coaches. That's going to be their choice and their prerogative to use that as long as they are being ethical, as long as they're being professional and they are using correct marketing terminology against the qualifications that they have and they are actually providing education inside their educational scope. One of the biggest things in the fitness industry is people offering advice uh, and snapshots of information that are way, way, way over their pay grade, um, which can lead to um, loads of dis um, or misunderstandings and sort of misinformation that people then pass on either through word of mouth and we then go through the cycle of understanding why the fitness industry is six and sevens and people are at war about different methodologies and different situations because again if we're remembering about the fitness industry every single person that we work with is different the principles that we apply to those people are completely the same but depending on the context and the situation and the variables that every individual client presents us that the way that we Um, execute those principles to that person and the advice that we give to those is going to be completely different every single time unless you are dealing with millions and millions of people it's very very highly right even if you're dealing with twins you're going to be in a situation where there's going to be one variable that is different and that we need to make sure that as a coach or a personal trainer, we can identify what those different variables are and we then apply the principles of fitness, of nutrition and of health to those people on a very individual and precise, unique way. So to conclude, to, well, to conclude today's podcast, one of the points I wanted to make is one of the biggest things and stigmas that float around the fitness industry at the minute is negativity towards other individuals or an unwillingness to share compassion, to share 
um, gratitude and respect to other um, gyms, fitness facilities, um, personal trainers, nutritionists, products, various different things. And as we said on various of the different podcasts and different pieces of communication we've put out there, there is a lot of people that all have one common goal and one common intention, that is to help people to achieve more things in a positive light and what stops people entering the fitness industry and from the outside looking in it looks like a lot of very strong playground um, fighting that goes on inside the industry and maybe that might be reflective of certain personalities in the industry that might just be the nature of society that we're living at this moment however as an industry if we would all work together yes we have our own businesses to run we have our own agendas our own specialisms that we want to focus in and our own propaganda that we need to put out there whilst harboring the principles of the fitness industry if we are to share much more of a positive light on the other fitness professionals out there in our marketplace whether that be local or national you will find that people's interest in the fitness industry, the way that they respond and value the fitness industry based on the principles that we put forward, it will grow an exponential force. People will start looking at it from a more positive light and the stigmas, they will change and people will look at it in a much more positive light. So whether you're a coach, whether you're a PT, whether you're a gym instructor, whether you're a fitness professional on the whole, one thing that we would like to put out to you is to be more positive about the industry, be more positive about the people that are in the industry, whether they're a trainer or a coach, understand that everybody's trying to find their own niche and their own specialism, and let's support each other as long as people are doing it in a professional and ethical way, and we're going to create a much better industry for ourselves and everybody else involved in it, whether that be another professional or a client or a supplier looking to enter the industry. You've been an amazing audience again today. If you like what we've been talking about, or if you've got any points that you'd like to raise, please comment, please like, please share, please spread the love of what we're trying to do with the podcast. And I'll speak to you tomorrow.